inspiration and marketing ideas for you and your business. Hello and welcome to today's new podcast, Inspire Your Biz. Today's guest is going to be talking to us about something that typically a lot of us in business either excel at or really do struggle with, and that is social media. So to answer all of our common questions, today's guest is V Robert. Hi V. Hi, how you doing? I'm great today, how are you? I'm not too bad. Great. Grab for the weekend. Likewise. So just to start off, can you explain what social media is and how it can benefit businesses? Well, I think there's, there's lots of different definitions of social media, to be honest, but it's the use of two-way engagement on online platforms to actually connect with other people, communicate, share and interact. It's a great way for businesses and also people that use it for personal use too to actually communicate and connect with other people online. So, yeah. It's about being social um, and obviously communicating online really well. And what advice would you give to someone on social media? Maybe perhaps they're thinking of joining it or they're on some platforms. What advice would you tell someone? Well, it does depend if it's for personal or business use. I think one of the first things I'd probably say is to decide whether or not you want to use it on a personal level, which might be kind of selfies and personal quotes or a bit of banter, or for business um, it's going to be more of a professional tone, you know, more aligned to what your company's about, uh, your brand values, um, information on special offers, you know, what you're doing in the daytime, you know, what you're doing in terms of your campaigns and so on. It does depend on if it's personal or business use. Some people will use it for personal and, you know, they'll have private accounts that are blocked to certain people having access. And others, particularly businesses, will use the account as open accounts which are for business professional use only. Um, and that's where it's very much, you know, company news updates and things related to their target or ideal clients and customers. So would you advise then, if someone's considering to having both, to keep them completely separate from each other? Well, I think as business owners, we need to remember that behind the business, behind the company, there is a person. And so what I would advise is if you've already got a personal account, but you're in business already and you're even using that personal account for business tweets, definitely separate it. But when you separate it, do make sure you've got a human side to your business profile. And what I mean by that is have a face behind your brand, have a face behind your image that you use as your kind of icon or your your avatar, and also make sure that you are sharing things that will allow you to connect with people on an emotional level. So what I call H2H in the words of Brian Kramer, human to human interaction. So if you've got a personal profile, maybe you're thinking about a business profile. If you're in business, I would strongly suggest that you have a business profile. If you're thinking about being in business, I'd also set up a business profile because that way you can make a very clear differentiation between the two because, you know, you don't want people seeing your holiday snaps of you in a bikini or, you know, you having a night out with the lads, et cetera, if you're having a business account, you need to just think about your audience and what they want to see. So, yeah, I think if you're you're in business, going into business, having a separate profile is really important. So let's say I've got on my account now, let's say it's Twitter or perhaps Facebook. How do I know how much time I should spend on it? Well, I think in terms of allocating your time to social media and knowing how much time to spend on social media, It's really important to look at what you're trying to get out of being on social media. 
You know, I, I've seen many people, even clients that come to work with me, who have actually spent you know, hours on end posting in groups, you know, sharing updates, hours on end in the week. And they actually see a little return on their time invested on those platforms. So what I would say is look at where you're able to use your time best. Wherever you are showing up, make sure that you are monitoring your presence online. And there are lots of ways to do that. It's really easy to use free monitoring tools, you know, things like Twitter Analytics, Facebook Insights, even down to LinkedIn. And I only use those three as an, as an example because they are the most commonly used. But even Instagram now gives you analytics if you've got a business profile. The same with, you know, um, Buffer Analytics, Hootsuite, these kind of things, if you are actually scheduling tweets and, and posts, etc. So look at how you want to allocate your time. But when you are allocating your time, do check in from time to time to make sure that you're making best use of the time that you're allocating. I would say at a minimum, you probably want to do between 10 and 20 minutes a day. And at a maximum, well, that depends on how, how engaging you are and what kind of content you're sharing. Okay, and how would someone know what platform to choose out of perhaps Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? I mean, there's so many. How do we know? So, I mean, if you're thinking about whether to use Twitter or Facebook and trying to work out, you know, which platform's right for you, I think there's two or three questions you want to ask yourself. The first one is, what are your objectives of being on social media? Now, maybe it's just to raise awareness. Maybe you're just doing a bit of research. Perhaps you're wanting to connect with key influencers or actually generate some traffic to your website and get some sales. Whatever your objectives are, you then need to look at the platforms that your ideal customers or clients are hanging out on and place yourself there, particularly if you're comfortable with using those platforms. Um, if you are, for example, someone who wants to get on Instagram, but you don't have your ideal customers and clients there, but you just love Instagram, do think about whether or not that's best use of your time. Because the whole point of being on social media for business is about connecting to a business audience. And that might be people that are in intending to purchase from you, want to connect with you, find out more from you, or indeed just make inquiries about your products or services. So in the first instance, think about why you want to be on social media, because not all platforms will be relevant to you. And, you know, Twitter or Facebook, look at where your target or clients or customers are, because they may not be on Twitter, they may not even be on Facebook. So think about where they are hanging out and show up there. The third thing is also how comfortable you are on those platforms, because even if your target audience are all over Twitter, it may be that you're not actually comfortable with using Twitter yourself, and therefore you might not want to use that as a platform. So I'd say in, in terms of choosing Facebook over Twitter for business, it really does boil down to those three things, your objectives, where your ideal customers and clients are hanging out, but more importantly, what platforms you're comfortable with using. And if someone was a complete newbie to social media, how would they know which channels to choose? Or if they're already on it, how would they know if they're even working? So I think the key things there then, if you're existing on social media, but you're not sure how it's going or you're not seeing much response, definitely look at your analytics. And I had a conversation this morning with a client who was saying that she is wanting to try a new platform. And one of the things I said to her that she needs to do is actually look at and, and work with me on the type of content she wants to produce, so thinking about your content themes, making sure they are aligned and offering huge value to your ideal clients and customers, but also look at monitoring tactics. So once you are kind of testing the water to see if the new platform is right for you, making sure you're getting you know, engagement, whether that's views, whether that's likes or comments or shares, that's a pretty good indication. Um, but what I would say is it's not just 
about the likes, comments and views. Obviously, that's a great indication that you're doing a good job. But you've got to remember that sometimes people might see a tweet and click on a link, but not even like it. Okay. And the way that you can find that out is by looking at analytical tools such as Twitter analytics. Um, and it will actually give you insight into where that's happening. And there are other tools as well, like Bitly. If you use Bitly, um, you know, that can give you an indication as well of tweets or posts that you've shared where the, the link has been clicked, but maybe no one's retweeted or even replied to it. So I do often say, you know, if you're new to social media, think about the platforms that you're going to go on and how much time you're going to spend on them. But just to manage your own expectations, don't expect a mega brand overnight because actually even with the right level of engagement and the right target audience that you're kind of tweeting and posting and sharing to, you do need to give it a bit of time to build momentum and to actually be seen, all right? And there are lots of different tactics that you can use to be seen on social media, analytics being one of them. You know, once you've got the analytics in place and you can see how well you're doing, you can see the profile of people that you're communicating with and what content's really popular, you then fine-tune what you're doing to make it even better, okay? So that's basically a really good way of looking at what platforms you should be on. You can research and work out where you should be, but ultimately, once you've made your decision, it's really important to monitor your activity on that platform to make sure that you are on the right platforms. With there being so many apps, sometimes people just aren't drawn to perhaps Twitter or Facebook, and they actually need to use that because that's where their market is. What advice would you give to someone with that problem? That's a really good question. I mean, I, I think if you're not comfortable with using a platform, then you either train yourself on it, delegate it to someone else in your team to do it, or if you are a solopreneur working on your own, maybe you just totally disregard that platform. And, I mean, that is really the last resort because, to be honest, if all of your followers, you know, maybe you're in the entertainment industry and they're all on Twitter and Instagram, but you hate Twitter and you hate Instagram, then you've got to do something about that. You've got to address that. Maybe step out of your comfort zone, maybe even hire a social media agency to do your tweets for you, as an example. But you need to be on the right platform. So I would say embrace your fears, delegate if you can, or Worst case scenario, totally disregard that channel. But, you know, in my opinion, it's best to try and get used to a channel or give it to someone else to do on your behalf because otherwise you could be missing out on lots of opportunities. On Facebook, I know you can do ads and things like that. At what stage in someone's business would you recommend them even using that tool? Or how would they know whether or not they should consider using that? I think a strong indication of using Facebook ads is when you're comfortable with the platform. And I think where you're not comfortable with doing Facebook ads, perhaps hiring someone in again to do Facebook advertisements for you. What I would say is that with Facebook ads, a lot of my clients have had huge success because they've been quite strategic in their approach, literally drilling down to kind of geographical location, the person's interest, you know, their age group, um, even the number of people in their household is, is possible. Now, providing that you set your Facebook ads up correctly with the right call to action, so that people actually know what to do once they've seen your ad, whether that's download something, click something, visit a website, book now, like your page, as examples, then it will work in your favor. But the key thing is to actually look at what your objective is of doing the ad. So think about the objective of actually running the ad on Facebook. Don't just do an ad for the sake of it, and don't just boost a post either for the sake of it. Think about what you're trying to achieve by actually paying Facebook to run an ad campaign for you. 
if it is something as simple as buying likes, then do think about that as well. Because when you purchase likes, as you know, I am someone who's very passionate about organic reach. By paying for likes, what you are doing is effectively buying affection, buying attention, buying fans for your page. And sometimes when you buy fans for your page or you buy followers, you find that you have very little engagement rate because the people that you're buying likes from or the people that you're trying to get to like your page will actually not even engage with you once they've clicked like the first time. They don't actually interact that much. So you've got to look at the strategy behind your Facebook ad, make sure that you're actually using it in the right way. Um, I mean, if you're doing an event or maybe you've actually got a campaign that you're running, it's a great way to raise awareness of that and also direct people to your landing page to download an ebook or subscribe to a webinar um, or even to capture email addresses is a great way to use via Facebook ads. There are many ways to use Facebook ads, but I think not to jump before you can run. Actually looking at, you know, how you can actually use Facebook as a platform properly before paying for advertisements because obviously time and money is something you've got to look at before you spend. Um, definitely look at how you allocate your resources. Okay, and from my experience of being on social media, I've noticed that some people post like 10 times a day and others only one. I mean, how often would you recommend people post on social media? I think for social networking or social media to be effective, again, it does boil down to looking at your target audience and your ideal customers. Um, if you're trying to reach mums, for example, school run time, you know, after bedtime, after the watershed, as an example... Um, is a great time to connect with them because once kiddies are in bed, they're usually likely to, you know, have uh, time for themselves, you know, relax and generally pick up their mobile phone, smartphone or go onto their laptop. And that's when social media might come into play, similarly at weekends as well. So um, it's just about understanding your target customers and what their patterns are. You know, when are they likely to be traveling, commuting, using their smartphone? What time do they eat? You know, because, again, when you're eating, sometimes, bad habit that it may be, if you're on a lunch break, you may pick up your smartphone, you know, have a browse, check your emails, and so on. So understanding your ideal customer's behaviors is very important to when you post. And, again, that's where the analytics come in, because with the analytics, you can actually see when people are online. For example, on your Facebook, you can see day by day on your analytics how often somebody's actually on your page, how many people are on your page on average on set days of the week. So that's a great way for you to actually look at when to post, okay? Um, and, you know, analytics could show you that posting on a Wednesday is no good because you've only got 10 people that go onto your page on a Wednesday. Whereas on a Saturday, your Facebook analytics could show you that you've got 710. So it's about looking at your analytics and also it's about understanding, especially where analytics aren't yet available, your target customer's behaviours. So let's say now you've got someone, they're on social media, they're using it, but they're struggling with getting converting the followers into customers. What advice would you give to someone to learn how to convert social media followers into customers? I think with social media, it's about building strong relationships. And I think a mistake that I see a lot of people make is trying to go in with this hard sale or just talking about me, 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 me all the time. The key thing on social media is, again, to build human-to-human -human interactions, to be personal, to be likable, to be a brand or a human that people like, know, and trust, to show your softer side, to show emotion, to be humorous, you know. And by doing that, you can actually connect with people. And then by connecting with people, you build relationships. 
And over time, you know, unless you've got an exceptionally hot offer, over time, those people will become people that like, know, and trust your brand and want to buy from you. So it's really important that you are engaging and offering two-way communication, but also building connections with people that are lasting connections so that people can relate to you and want to actually connect with you and buy from you long-term. So V, can you give us just three top tips for social media? Yeah, I mean, the first tip I would say is look at your social media objectives and why you want to be on social media and then research where your ideal customers or clients are hanging out. The second thing is be where you're most comfortable being. So irrespective of where your ideal customers are, if, for example, you're really not competent or comfortable with using Twitter, then don't set up a Twitter account, okay? And I give that advice to clients because I see in many instances people set up a Twitter account, they're not comfortable with using it, and they are tweeting, you know, once every three months. And that obviously shows up and shows up in quite a bad light. So if you want to be credible and you want to be consistent on social media, absolutely, point number one is to think about your objectives and where you are best placed to reach your ideal customers and clients. The other thing is monitor everything. So whenever you have time, okay, look at how you're using your time as money if you're paying for anything to do with social media, for example, advertising, and make sure that you're getting a return, whether that's leads, converted sales, hits to your website, inquiries, downloads, measure your time on social media. The third thing is offer value, okay? You don't want people yawning when they read your posts. Offer value and make sure that whenever someone sees your post show up, you are actually giving them insight into something, demonstrating your expertise or tapping into their emotions because that's what will make you a winner on social media. So. Look at your objectives, your target customers, where they are, where you're most comfortable, how you'll monitor, but most of all, make sure you're offering value. And finally, last question. You've given all these great advice and tips, but what if someone generally doesn't have time to do their social media? What, 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 what can they do? So if you're actually doing social media but you haven't got much time, one of the things I would definitely suggest is that you look at scheduling as an option and a way to enhance your activity that you've currently got are uh, in a routine, okay? So two of the tools I would say you could check out are Hootsuite and Buffer, both of which come with apps for your smartphone and, and both of which are available on a desktop or laptop. Now, the reason I suggest these two tools is that I personally um, use these and train on these and I find them exceptionally good for sourcing content because they have ways to suggest content for you you give these tools, Buffer and Hootsuite, the ideal content that you'd like in terms of search terms, keywords, and then it will find content for you that you then approve, and it goes into a schedule for you that you set as part of your account. So if you don't have time, Hootsuite and Buffer are really good ways to keep yourself visible, but also share really useful content. And I've mentioned those two, but there are a lot more that you can search online, uh, many more that you can search online, and also some that you can pay a premium for, where you can get many more features, um, you know, RSS feeds where you can actually link into other blogs and get content live. Even Google Alerts, you know, something as simple as Google Alerts can feed you through stories on a daily, weekly basis. Um, and actually, that's content, again, that you could share through your social media platforms. 
Um, so, you know, people can message me if they want to get more details on this. But if you haven't got much time, there are lots of tools. The two I'd recommend for today are Hootsuite and Buffer. Okay, well, thanks for filling today's show with lots of useful tips and social media. But if there's anyone listening who has a question or wants to know more about LinkedIn and Pinterest and other platforms, how can they connect with you to Arx? Well, I'd say two things, actually. The first is that for anybody that's in the UK, I actually offer workshops and events on social media. So Mm -hmm. people can connect with me to find out about that via the Inspire Your Biz events page on Eventbrite or indeed the Facebook page for Inspire Your Biz. And secondly, if people want to ask questions or indeed feedback, they can email me at v at insighttomarketing.com or they can tweet me at i2marketing. And I would welcome any questions anyone's got um, if they want to find out more. All right. Well, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Facebook at Inspire Your Biz to subscribe to Marketing and Business Tips.